0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahu ala Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam We continue the explanation of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah's book The Concise Admonition And we have reached the point Where Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah is mentioning the resemblance of some amongst Muslims to the previous nations from the Jews and from the Christians and that this is blameworthy a blameworthy matter to resemble the Jews and the Christians and the Romans and the Persians and this is something legally not condoned although it is universally taking place because Allah allowed it to take place that it's inevitable to take place from a universal perspective but from a legal perspective Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called the believers to refrain from and not to follow the path of the Jews and of the Christians so no one can come and say well if the Quran and the Sunnah already spoke about that this something is going to happen so what's the benefit of forbidding it the answer is the kitab and the sunnah the book and the sunnah also indicated that there is still amongst this ummah a group holding to the truth the truth with which the message of the Prophet والسلام, is upon until the day of the establishment of the hour and that this Ummah or this group does not unite on misguidance does not unite on dalala, on misguidance so therefore forbidding to follow this path is a support and an amplification of this group, the victorious group, and an increase of its state of Iman. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them, from the saved and victorious group. The other point is, knowing that it is something forbidden to follow these paths of resemblance of the disbelievers and believing that this is a matter that the Muslim should abide by in itself is good even the person may not do accordingly then he said said the most beneficial to the particular ones and to the general ones of the Muslims is the knowledge in that which constitutes a deliverance of the souls from sins and this is the path of following the sin with good following the sin with righteous deeds This is the path which delivers the common and the particular Muslim from sins. And the sins here cover the disobedient acts as well as following the previous nations in their misguidance and from the terrible consequences of such following otherwise if they don't follow with righteous deeds then the effects of sins and their harm will befall them and the effects and consequences of sins are very great and vary in this life as well as in the hereafter on the society's level as well as on the individual level from the harmful consequences of sins is حرمان العلم والرزق is being deprived of knowledge and provisions and loneliness which the sinner feels in his heart and between him and his Lord and between him and mankind and from that also is the complication of affairs and even the weakness, the physical weakness of the body itself, and the deprivation of obedience, and loss of blessings, and from that is the darkness on the heart, and its restriction, and grief, and pain, and constant worry and its weakness and ability to resist its enemy the temptations and shaitan and from that is that sins themselves lead to more sins and strengthen in the heart the willingness and the intention to sin and weakens the will to repent gradually until toba is totally removed from the heart whereby the person will continue on disobedience to the degree that he will not even dislike sin and from the harmful consequences of sins is that the person will take Allah lightly and that its consequences will not be limited to the person himself rather it will even influence mankind and animals not only that rather sins lead to the inheritance of humiliation and corrupts the intellect and subject the person to the curse of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la, and deprive him from the invocation of the messenger and the invocations of the angels and the invocations of the believers and it also will extinguish The Ghira from the heart The Ghira, it will extinguish the Ghira What is the Ghira? The Ghira is one's care For that which is inviolable Nothing will be considered inviolable In the heart of the sinner And it will take away bashfulness And it will lighten in the heart The magnification and reverence of Allah and it will therefore lead to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forsaking the slave, will leave him to himself and to his shaitan. And from the harmful consequences of sins, is that it instills terror in the heart of the disobedient and takes away from its security. And replace that with fear Most people, most of the people who are in a state of fear You will find them, those who transgressed the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Also it will take away the person from the circle of ihsan, of goodness and benevolence and weakens the journey of his heart to Allah and to the last day and to the and to the abode of the hereafter and he humiliates himself and blinds his heart and puts to base his rank and takes away rank of honor and makes him wear the names of humiliation and will render the shayateen from jinn and ins accessible to him and thus it will lead to his captivity to them and from the sins consequences is that it emerges or submerges the sinner in the well of grief, continuously staying in a state of Hasra, grief. Whenever he feels getting an enjoyment, so his self looks for more, quote unquote. And the more He goes after these so-called lusts to fulfill them. Then in reality, his grief will intensify and his sadness will grow. What a fire of punishment within the self. Therefore, is sin and its consequences. This is a fire in this life. Before that of the hereafter. and from the sins, is the deprivation and loss of the most precious things to the self and that is time, which is unsubstitutable, which cannot return, never it can return Overall, the consequences and the ugly consequences of sins is more than one can comprehend all good of this life and the hereafter is in being in a state of obedience to Allah and all evil whether in this life and the hereafter is in the trading the path of disobedience to Allah and if the believer takes the path of obedience then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect, will protect his honor and will protect his status amongst mankind and will protect his wealth and will cause people to love him and accept his sayings it will bring comfort to the body as well and it will strengthen the heart and openness of the chest and security from fear and diminishing of grief and worries and it would lead to making the acts of obedience easy for him and the path of knowledge even accessible and also will gain abundant dua and will gain reverence amongst the people and will find people defending his honor and his status and this will hasten the response of Allah to his call and his invocation and the nearness between him and Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the closeness will intensify and that of the angels and that shayateen, the inns of the jinn will distance themselves away and people even will compete to be at his service helping him and all of that also will make him not fear death rather the person will reach the stage where he will be pleased coming close to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala returning to him and this life will be diminished in his sight and the life of the hereafter will be amplified and magnified and he will be keen to possess the greater possession in the hereafter and he will taste the sweetness of Iman and he will gain the dua of those who lift the Arsh of Ar-Rahman and who are around from the angels invoking Allah for him every time and Allah will give him wisdom of thought and increase in his intellect and will gain the love of Allah and his pleasure in his Tawbah he will gain the pleasure of Allah and him being pleased with the believer's Tawbah these are some only few of the consequences of abandoning sin in this life so that the person when he dies the angels will receive him with glad tidings from his Lord glad tidings that he will be from the people of paradise and that he will be from the people who shall have no fear and no sadness and then he will be removed from the prison of this life and its restriction to the vastness and bliss the endless bliss of the hereafter in paradise desire can lead to either pain and punishment, we talk about lonely lonely desires, can lead to either pain or punishment, or it may discontinue an enjoyment, or it may lead to the loss loss of valuable time, the loss of which will be grief and sorrow, or it will lead to loss of wealth, the existence and continuity of it is better than its loss, or it will lead loss of rank and honor or it will take away a blessing or a favor the existence of a witch and the continuity of a witch is more pleasant than the commitment of or the execution of or attainment of a lust or it will permit for some despicable one to reach you where he may not have even been able to do so otherwise just because of your following of your lust you open the gates away you open the gates, all the gates or that it may lead you to acquire instead of security acquire sorrow and worries and fear none of which will be even comparable to the Quote unquote, enjoyment of the lust that you were looking for or that it may lead you to forget beneficial knowledge whose enjoyment is much better than the slowly enjoyment that you looked for or it may lead even to the lifting of favors from Allah upon you or it may cause you a certain defect such as a defame something which you may not be able to recover from then back to what the Shaykh said in the text Shaykh al-Islam ibn Tamir said then walhasanatu ma نَدَبَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ عَلَى لِسَانِ خَاتَم النَّبِيِّينَ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ وَالْأَخْلَاقِ وَالصِّفَةِ and the good deeds are that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recommended on the tongue of the final and last messenger Muhammad ﷺ compromising or comprising actions moral character and qualities And another book He الله, mentioned in his book Al-Abudiyya He defined them as The good deeds as ورسوله, That which is beloved to Allah And his messenger And that is أمر أمر استحباب, And this refers to all that which Allah commanded By way of obligation Or Recommendation Inshallah ta'ala in the next talk we will continue the discussion on the concise admonition by Sheikh Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala walhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam